Dealer Live is brought to you by TrueCar. Access an exclusive audience of lower funnel car buyers through our network of over 500 affinity partners, including USAA, Sam's Club, and AAA. Close more sales in a cost-effective way. There's never been a better time to become a TrueCar certified dealer. Live. What's up, guys? Auto Dealer Live. This is Dave Bill. I'm here with Dave Cribs, and we have a special guest. By the way, special guest, uh, this is the way it is every week. And usually, <laughs> Lou has a surprise for us every week, Andy. I got Andy Buck right here. And uh, Andy, <laughs> Andy, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. This is the way it happens every week. I'm not sure if you can hear yourself or not, but I can't. I and couldn't. I could not. I could a moment ago. Why don't you go ahead and do this right here live on the air. Lou, when you were down on the ground, it was coming in a little bit. Yeah, why don't you lay down on the ground right here. working now? Lay down and hold like rabbit. Remember when you had rabbit ears when you were like, you know, younger Chris? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember the aluminum foil. I still have some. I can't hear myself. I can hear Cribs very well. And I can't see on that. aluminum foil. All right. So things are I can't hear you, but things are as normal. You know, hey. Hey, the good news is we're here. Yes. Right? We're here in front of auto dealers all over the country. We have one right here with us today, Mr. Andy Buck. And, yes. And, uh, Andy, you're with, um, let's take a look here. I have to cheat. <laughs> Inter <laughs> Interstate Ford. Interstate Ford. Yeah. And, and tell, tell our viewers what state that's in. It's in uh, Ohio. It, it is in Ohio. It is in Ohio. We're in uh, Miamisburg, Ohio. Nice, so. nice. So a little bit away from home. <clears throat> well, I, I spent some time with Andy um, just in the last uh, 30 minutes or so, and you're from Cincinnati, right? So you're born and raised? Yeah, absolutely. Come Lived on. My whole life there. Uh, Are you a home. Bengals fan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, come on, man. Sorry. Ken Anderson. Hey, I remember yeah. Ken Anderson. Chris Collinsworth. Boomer Sison. Boomer Sison. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but this year's going to be the year. We just know it is. We just we just know it is. I say that every year about yeah. the about we, the. Bucks. I was going to say, we feel your pain. <laughs> yes. You know, it's the same situation here in Tampa yes. Bay. So. I get it. I understand. Well, if you guys are watching out there today, you know you know who Andy is. Andy is uh, an incredible car guy. You're represented uh, on social media. We've been friends for a while on social media, um, have talked uh, multiple times. But first time I got a chance to meet you. Yeah. And I'm actually going to use, if you're okay with it, Andy, sure. I'm going to put you on the spot. All of us are on the spot, really, because I just jotted it down on this pink pad here. And, um, Dave, I was talking to Andy. We were just talking about leadership. So in our opening monologue, let's just kind of throw this out there, talk a little bit about leadership and um, I asked Andy, you know, we were just talking about dealerships and leadership, and he said there's, there's really four, um, and they're all P words, but four words that really you can kind of gauge. And I think that's really any business, but we're talking to dealers today, right? We got people, process, passion, and profit. Mm -hmm. and, and Andy, why don't you, man, just, just talk a little bit about that, kind of maybe set that off. I love that. I wrote it down. People, process, passion, and profit. And um, kind of bring us into that conversation a little bit here. Yeah, well, I mean, it's absolutely paramount to any business. Uh, you know, in the car business, we, we are worried about selling cars and making money. And, and that's, that's really the bottom line of all of it. But, um, you know, that's, that's not sustainable unless you have the people and the processes and the passion. Uh, if you can instill that passion in those people and, uh, and get them to uh, love to come to work, love to do what they do. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and then hold them accountable with your processes and you've got the right people in place. That's the only way to make it work long term mm -hmm. and for everybody to remain happy and keep the turnover down. 
Absolutely. You know, Dave, when you look at that, when I look at this, you know, um, I, I agree with this wholeheartedly. And I, I wrote these down because I love things like things like this. I, I jot down constantly. And when Andy said it, he'll attest to this. I say, hey, do you mind if I write that down? And, and it's not that I haven't heard something like this. I just love things like this because it gets me thinking and, and it always brings my folk, brings me back into the proper focus. But, you know, when you look at this, Dave, as a business owner and you look at dealerships and GMs that are watching and salespeople that are watching, a lot of times we look at profit. You know, and, and I think that a lot of times what prevents us from changing sometimes is we're making profit. Let's look at it from a standpoint yeah. of we're making profit. Sometimes we change when we're not making profit, but it's too late at that point. But we're making profit. Sometimes we don't really pay attention to the process, which affects the people, right? Because there's no passion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I, I found it interesting that profit was the last word because <clears throat> it's kind of a byproduct of the first three, really. I mean, if you have the right people that are passionate and have a good process, the profit is almost like inevitable. Right. You know, if you can keep those first three in line. Exactly. And and if you're not producing a profit, getting those three in line can get you to that spot. Many, Absolutely. Many times. It Abs- just takes time. Yeah, that's, this is where we go back and look as business owners or leaders. We go back and look <laughs> at the people. We look at the process that we have in place. We look at the passion and what might be affecting that in order to get there. Yeah, it, it's 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 incredible. And, and I've often said this. We've done this show for literally since 2012. We started started you know broadcasting to dealerships and just talking about the auto industry that we love so it's been a lot of years and dave you've been doing this for a few years even with me and um but you know one of the things piggybacking on that you know we've often talked about because we've talked about so many subjects that honestly used to be controversial in some of the things that we talk about now but some of the things that we talk about now are even are we're, we're watching them come to fruition in the business we're watching some of these dealers like for instance the show we had last week with Lundy and, and Hayes and all these guys you know what's going on there it's like it's not obviously it's not it's not because of us but we were part of that movement that over the last few years has talked about this is this is what's needed right. and it's it is about the people but you know you and I have often talked about that the dealership and still to this day whether it's you know whether it's uh, being closed minded to really branding your salespeople, whether it's being you know uh, closed minded to like you know I've, I need to adapt to the the processes of the internet, you know or or BDC and I need to to change you know, um, it's because they make a profit. Mm-hmm. There's there's money in this business, and so you know and I think sometimes we're if we're not careful, you know I don't know if you can really judge the, the I don't know if the fruit that you can judge the success of your industry by is just based on profit i'm not sure that's good enough because what happens if you're making money so you're not in the red right you're not in the red but you're you you get swallowed up by somebody in the market that's just doing it better than you yeah you're you're not getting your market share well well, it's not good enough and we we see that with the evolution of the car business because Mm -hmm. it's not it's not what it was 10 15 20 years ago when we were making money we were making profit, but mm-hmm. now you're seeing a change because the consumers are demanding, "Hey, we don't want to do business this way anymore." Right. Well, it kind of it kind of rolls into that whole thing that that uh, there have been other discussions about you know buying cars strictly online and with Carvana and things like that. And you really got two options as a car dealer: you're either going to create a culture that that people like to buy from and that people like to work at, and that they see a value in coming to your store to buy a car, uh, or people are going to buy them online and not know anything about them once they buy them. That's good. True. If you're watching the show today, um, we're going to be bringing our guest on here in just a minute. But we're going to be giving away four books. My friend, uh, our friend, we all we all are familiar with Chris Saraceno. Chris is the uh, vice president 
um, uh, vice president, general manager, managing partner of the Kelly Automotive Group, um, in uh, incredible car guy, um, an awesome culture at his dealerships, uh, leader. Um, and Chris is an entrepreneur. He's also um, the uh, founder of Dealer Elite, which um, I believe Dealer Elite has eleven or twelve thousand members. Um, this is an online community of dealerships and dealership professionals. So Chris wrote a book, and I want to I want to talk about this just for a second. I'm going to bring Chris on in just a few. He's going to actually join us for the uh, whole show. So that's we awesome. A, He's an awesome person and awesome guest. He he really is. Chris is a phenomenal guy. But Chris wrote this book, The Theory of Five: Discover the Secrets of the World's Happiest, Most Prosperous People, and. Uh, and so in, in Chris Brink's spirituality, marriage, parenting, business, and finance, health, this is a book you want to get a hold of. This is a very successful entrepreneur and car guy, and he understands this business. So we're going to give away four of these books today. So here's what we're going to do, Lou. All right, four books. Four. All right, so here's how you win on one the of these of, books. On the theory of five, we're going to give four. Yes. <laughs> okay, just want to We're going to give away that. four books. The theory of four books <laughs> given away of the theory of five. Theoretically Love four it. Theori- books. Yeah, theoretically five Right, theoretically four books. Theoretically it? five, four times. Yes. Right. Yes. It's theory. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be 20 then? <laughs> Let's just give away some books. That might be exponential. <laughs> for grow, you know. All right. So how, here's how you're going to win one of these books. You've got to share the show. All right. So, Lou, we're going to give them, Taria, we're going to give them until 410. All right. 410 Eastern, which is 30 minutes from right now. Every person that has shared. And that will share the show in the next 30 minutes will have the opportunity to win one of these four books that we will give away on the show today. We'll put a jar here with your name in it, just like we've been doing the last few weeks. And we're going to give away four books. So there'll be four winners, all right? And um, and so um, I'm also going to give away $100, all right? Come on. Wow. Come on. That's I, why I have my wife watching the show now. Why, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give away 100 bucks. so share the show. And we're going to give away a fifth. We're going to give away 100 bucks. We're going to announce which ones we're giving away. So we're going to give away four books, and then we're going to give away a fifth. Because this is a theory of five, right? right? We're going to give away a fifth gift, and it's going to be $100. I'm sure I'm sure you could buy the book five times for 100 bucks. So I'm, I know you want to win $100. We're going to give away all of them today, okay? So share the show and win. <laughs> You're sharing it, aren't you? Yeah, my, yeah, I got my wife sharing it. I got my mom. My, Dave's know, got an alias sharing it. Yeah. His daughter sharing it. <laughs> like, oh, Chris's daughter's watching the show. Yeah. She's, she's eight. A, yeah. <laughs> she's under car gal extraordinaire. As long as she's learning something, that's all that matters. Right? That's right. right. That's right. Well, hey, what do you guys say? Hey, normally, Andy, we'd be bringing Andy on the show today. Here's how this all worked out, guys. Andy's vacationing down here, man, in, in the beautiful beaches of Florida. And uh, we had Andy scheduled, totally unrelated, scheduled for the show this week. And I uh, happened to see it yesterday or day before yesterday. And I'm thinking, I remember Andy saying something about being down here and uh, gave him a call. Sure enough, he was here. I said, man, just come into the studio. So we have the privilege of uh, not only bringing Andy on, but having him with us. Man, it's a privilege, our pleasure to have you uh, you here. It's, it's my pleasure, too. I really appreciate it. Well, that's very cool, man. So we're going to bring the rest of our guests on, Dave. And uh, in just a minute, what do you say? Yeah, we're getting some car talk. That's yeah. it. Some car talk. Some car that talk. sounds like a sounds deep. Uh, car. You, guys re- you guys ready for a commercial? <laughs> you trying to rush us? All right, I get it. A little bit. All right. You're like uh, you guys have said enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. You're watching Auto Deal Live. Live. All right, we're back. We're back. We have Andy Buck, the sales manager, Interstate Ford, 
in Dayton, just outside of Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are so happy to have him here. So he is officially our guest, uh, guest of the show, guest of this panel. So let's introduce the rest of the panel. Then, Dave, I'm going to throw it to you. <laughs> the first question <laughs> was well, an inside joke. So the, for the first question, because I'm sure Dave has had all week to think about this question, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so let me introduce our, our special guest, our guest of honor. If you have just tuned in, share the show. Share the show. You have ex- you have. 20 minutes or 25 minutes to share the show. If you share, your name is entered. We're going to give away four, four books from Mr. Chris Saracino, Theory of Five. And we're also going to give away 100 bucks cash. We've given away $100 the last two weeks. And I'm telling you, man, that is, that is awesome. So we have Mr. Chris Saracino, Vice President, Partner at Kelly Automotive, Founder of the Dealer Elite Community and Author of the future best-selling book, soon to be, the Theory of Five. Mr. Chris Saracino is going to join us for the whole show. And then later we're going to interview Chris. AJ Anderson, hashtag your salesman at Bill Thick Ford. Rachel Blatt with two T's. When you say Blatt with two T's, it's like Blatt, right? Co, I love this title, man. Co Empire Builder. No, she's not no, she's not a co founder. She's the CEO. She's a co empire builder at Royalty Logistics. And then we have Bill Stout, sales. And leasing consultant at Hatchet Hyundai West. Welcome, guys, to the show. It's going to be incredible. We're excited. And Rachel, Dave Cribs, and, and, and you got yes, guys, guys and gals, figuratively speaking, guys and gals, y'all, y'all, yeah, yeah welcome, y'all, <laughs> y'all. So, yeah, welcome to the show, and thanks everyone for uh, tuning in again. You know, um, Andy, since we have you here in studio and you're sitting next to me, I'll kind of maybe kick it over to you because you're a scheduled guest as well. And, you know, you know, we often hear, especially lately, this whole idea of the experience, right, the mm-hmm. automotive experience, and how can we provide, and that's, that's going to be our selling proposition versus maybe how you know, the dealership operated, you know, in, in years past. So when we talk about experience, maybe give us a few things that you feel that create an experience. And then also maybe the separation between that and what might make it bad or where do we draw the line, especially when it comes to our ability to go after a close of a sale yeah. when the customer's there. Well, kind of, you know, experience is one of those things where it's all perception. And it depends on whether it's a high-volume dealership or a low-volume dealership. You kind of have um, – you have only so much time to create that experience, that great experience. And, you know, are you listening to the individual? Are you, are you really asking them what their needs and wants are and asking them what their, what their pain point is? Why are they there? I mean, why, are, why did they come in that day, not just let's go look at cars? Right. You know, um, and, and that kind of begins the experience. And and, and is good. there a point where, because I, I almost feel like sometimes when we talk about, you know, evolving and creating a better experience for a customer <laughs> that we get into this new school, old school type of thing. But I'm wondering, is there room for both? I want to go to Chris, Chris Saracino, and, and talk about that for a moment. It, does it all have to be let's just bow down and be nicey nice to the customer the whole time and 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 i hope that that doesn't that don't you know send the wrong message in that but is i don't there think i don't think that, the, that you asking that question by the yeah. way let me say this i don't think you asking that question means that you feel like 
that you should walk out, punch him in the throat. You know what I mean? I right, think, right, right. Yeah. But, but, I but that, isn't I there that's some, a fair question. Yeah, isn't mm-hmm. there a place where we have an expectation as salespeople that if we provide something amazing that we can go for the business and go for the close? Let's go to Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. I, I don't you know, when it comes to nicey nicey, that's all perception. You know, uh, you got to, you know, you always hear the statement, treat people the way you want to be treated, but it's really treat people the way they want to be treated. Uh, and I believe that we have an obligation. You know, once you, uh, you know, present all the information, once you give them all the information you need, you take care of them, you have to feel confident enough. And the toughest sell we will ever have is selling ourselves that we have to believe in our hearts and our soul that that person in front of us, they're with the best dealership, they got the best car, they got the best sales consultant, they got the best management team around them. Why would we want them to go somewhere else? You know, why would we, think of how often if we believe in something, we talk to our best friends or or relatives or children, we, we are persistent in asking for something two, three, four times. Why would you not do that with a customer when you know that you have the best product and you're taking care of them and you're giving them all the information they need. Right. Well, most people, I believe, are followers and are used to being told what to do. I mean, if you really ask yourself and look at every person you know in, in your life, most of the people that you meet are followers, not leaders, and a lot of people want to be told what to do as long as they know the person they're talking to is a subject matter expert that truly cares about them. Yeah. And that's the key. you got to show that you really care about them. Thank you, Chris. And, and uh, let me just welcome a couple of people I see. Uh, Jason Rice, what's up, Jason? Joe Collaman. Joe, I'm hoping that you can catch a flight and be down here tomorrow. That would be awesome. I heard you might just be able to do that. Justin Limke, Billy Honaker, Free Trushine. What's up, Mr. Free Trushine? Melissa uh, Higdon and Michelle Polly McLean, just a few that have joined in the last couple of minutes. Um, we're talking about we're talking automotive. We're talking about experience. And so the question was asked to Andy, you know, and I, but I want to bring up something Andy said. Thank you, Chris, for that. But Bill, let me go to Bill Stout and kind of bring up something Andy said. I love it because as a salesperson or as a, as a person, we were talking a little bit about sales before the show. He was Andy was out in our sales room, kind of. We were just talking sales in general. Bill, you know, when you're talking about a customer, yes. and, and Andy said, you know, when a customer comes on the lot, kind of, you know, finding out really why they are here, what their expectations are. I think there's something to that. I think there's something to that if you are a salesperson that's marinated, you know, or that's seasoned. And I'm using those two words kind of think. I would agree. You know, because when you marinate food, you season food, you know, there's a difference in like bland food and marinated or seasoned. And I think that that salesperson, what, what, what I heard Andy saying was, you know, you're not just jumping to like slamming them into a car that's got the best rebate on it or the best deal or you're trying to like reach a stairs to plan, you know, you know, you're trying to like sell a hundred focuses, you know what I mean? You're trying to, you're really finding out their needs and what their expectations are because here's the problem and Andy, you know, and Bill, let me ask you this, you know, statistically NADA says that the person that comes in is going to buy from number two or number three dealer they visit, not number one. So we're missing a lot of deals, you know, and it's not because we're not, you know, it's not because we don't have a car on the lot that they can drive. It's because possibly we didn't handle that upright, you know, I mean, so, so talk a little bit about that. You're, you know, you're out there, Bill Stout, or you, you got this, uh, this internet customer coming in, you know, and there's some interest. But yet, you know, they may just very well statistically go down the road and buy something. And and what, you know, talk about that, Bill. Well, I personally don't take a lot of fresh ups anymore because most of my business is repeat and referral. 
but absolutely, even with referrals and things, same thing applies. If you're not willing to take the time to know your customer and to let them know who you are, mm-hmm. it's going to be very difficult to ever understand and assess their needs and wants. And I watch new people in this business do it all the time where they run out and they're so excited to sell the car that has the big bounty on it that they forget that the customer may not be interested in that car and it may not be what's needed for their family. Mm. Yeah, we're quite frankly, we're in the we're we're in a business that's very unique. We not only are we in the sales business, we're in the customer service business and quite frankly we're in the theater business. And if you can't give your customer the full show then you're not doing your job right. That's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I mean, that's real good. you know, that's uh, that's that's uh, by the way, congratulations. I, I love the fact that you've built a book of business where you're taking referrals. You're doing it right. And every salesperson that's watching right now, if, if you said, if you said when he said that, if you said, Oh, I can't relate to that. Then that's stinking thinking. Let me, let me tell you mm-hmm. well, you need to aspire to that because you don't just get there. That doesn't, you don't just fall into that. It's not like bill just like inherited that. Right. You you have that's your goal, man. I mean, why wouldn't you try to, to, to have enough customers where you can actually figure out a plan to retain customers and and then, then get referrals off of their off of uh, off of that customer? But Andy, what do you think about that? Well, I, I well, the first thing I want to say is I've never met Bill personally, but I have uh, been friends with him on social media for quite some time, and he's an absolute pro when mm-hmm. it comes to how to take care of clients and uh, and and what they need. And, you know, just like he said, you have to determine what kind of value you're going to provide. What value do you provide? When, when they review, you know, when they interview clients, they, uh, customers say that price is six, mm-hmm. like number six down the line of what they care about. So, you know, one through five, you know, those all kind of fall into different things. But if six, if, if price is sixth, then you have the ability to close them on their first dealership visit if you just provide the right experience. That's good. Yeah, and I want to kind of touch on that, the first visit versus the second visit, because I think that there are salespeople out there that would say, Dave, when they when they heard you say, well, you know, the buyer typically buys at the second or third store, you know, there are going to be those who say, well, yeah, because they need confirmation, they're going to check the price, they're going to shop, they're going to do whatever. But I would say that most, you know, elite salespeople, they want, if they had their choice of being first or second, they'd want to be first, right? Mm-hmm. So let's go to Rachel. Uh, real quick. And Rachel, maybe part of that is that when that customer comes in and visits us for the first time, maybe it's just that, you know, there's the ability certainly or potential to close that customer on that first visit. And I think in part, they may be just looking to see if they need to eliminate us rather than to shop us. Go ahead, Rachel. Well, when it comes to that, like, you know, going into like really you have to assess like who you're actually working with you know is it somebody that has a lot of time i mean and our all everybody that i know in this business in life right now is focused on time like how quickly can we get things done um i'm really respecting the fact that it takes you're going into a dealership for the first time it could take you could be there for two or three hours even if you know exactly what you want and with all the paperwork and the F&I and all that whole entire process, it takes a long time. So I think it's really zipping down to getting, getting to know your customer quickly and finding out what they need and then giving it to them mm-hmm. in a timely fashion. I think that's, that's really important. My whole 
entire business is based on how fast can we go? Mm-hmm. And so I just think that, you know, in a world where everybody is hustling and trying to make money, it's really, they respect people's time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. It, by the way, before you say that, Dave, just Jody Devere, Jason Rice, any of you guys that want to call in, Scott Simons, I see Jason. I don't know what you're referring to because I'm only watching a little bit of the Facebook, but you said BS, and then Jody said I agree. So it sounds like one of you disagree, one of you agree. You could possibly be disagreeing with each other. I don't know. But if you want to call in, I'd love to hear your comments. The number's on the screen. It's 813-574-1820. Jody, love you to death. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love our audience to hear. Also, Jason Rice. Feel free to call in, um, and uh, you know, and, and we'd love to take your call on there. Eight one three five seven four one eight two zero. It's on the screen. But Dave, can I say one thing? Just yeah, so yeah. You, go ahead. When you said that, I wrote down here. When you said that um, somebody's liable to be saying that, you know, the customer needs confirmation. I'm going to tell you something that that I'm going to bring this back to old school, stripped down, like just salesmanship. And I wrote down here what what I've been told. That's what I've been told. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to tell you that who 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 has interviewed a customer that said, "I want to buy from the second or third dealership." I don't know if they know that themselves. You know, yeah, it's true. just the fact that that's statistically what happens. But I'm just going to tell you that that's what I've been told. When my salespeople say, "Hey, so and so said this," and you know, I I just can't get past this, and when they bring those types of things to me, there's a lot of times when I look at them and say, "Well, that's what you've been told," but that doesn't make it the truth. Absolutely. It's what you've been told. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. so what? You know, like, I mean, you know, I do a lot of things that a lot of other people don't do in sales, but it's but they do what they've been told, and I do what I've been told, you know? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, Rachel brought up a, a great point when she talked about the whole time factor. You know, we've been in sort of this, this race to uh, create not only a better experience, but a faster experience. Customers, of course, are saying we don't like the fact that we're in a dealership two, three hours. But I want to go to AJ Anderson and kind of pose this question. You know, it, you know, and some compare it to, okay, well, consumers are used to click and ship and doing that stuff. But we're talking about a car purchase that not only, um, it, you know, there are a lot of dynamics involved, but also there's a lot of legal things that documents and protection for the dealer that, that has to be accommodated in, in, in the finance and business office, right? So, you know, is it, is it reasonable for us to think that we need to fit them in, a t- in that fast-paced window when, it, you know, when they, when they buy a home, they would probably say the same thing. Yeah, I'd like to be able to close on my house in 10 minutes, but it's just not reality, right? There's things that have to be done. So let's go to AJ, and are we focused too much when it comes to this whole time thing, or you know, should our sales process just wrap around doing what the customer really needs to get done? Well, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you all to all who have spoken so far. I'm just humbled to be here on the show. Uh, and I just, I just thank you all. you all. You all are doing great things, and I appreciate every single one of you. Now, to, to answer your question, um, to me, I just whoever I meet, I look at them as a friend. I just really mm-hmm. appreciate people. Um, I think Les Brown said this when he, whenever he, he said when he was asked to go and speak at a sales convention. He said he wasn't going to work on how to make the sale, but how to work on the salesmen themselves. So I believe if you truly work on yourselves and you truly appreciate yourself and you truly appreciate people, then you're going to appreciate people like they're your best friend. And and, and that's what I truly try to do. I mean, if someone's having a bad day, I love just lifting them up. So to answer your question, I just feel that we need to give the customer whatever they need at that at that moment, you know, by your by your perception. That's good. Um, let me read something from Jody. I'm not sure if Jody sent a message in here. Um, 
in written. She said, women buyers do not want to be. Let me go to Andy or, or, or you know, Bill. And actually, let me go to Rachel on this. Maybe Rachel can, can weigh in on this you know, as, as our resident uh, co-empire builder here. Uh, women buyers, she said, women buyers do not want to be treated. Uh, hold on, I lost it. Women buyers do not want to be treated like a transaction. How or what can sales professionals do to create the best sales experience for women buyers? I mean, is is what do you think? I mean, Rachel, is that is is there is there really a lot of difference there? Do you think it's as big of a difference as maybe you know as Jody's make as Jody's uh, saying here? What, what's your thoughts? Well, I think the thoughts is basically about a lot of people's pers- uh, the salesperson's perception of that particular woman, you know, um, and mm-hmm. that initial you know. Um, first impression and I think people have an impression and they get in their mind and that's how they're going to treat um, a woman customer and that's not always the case I mean more and more women are becoming very successful have deep pocketbooks and they want an experience um, they want um, like I want a luxurious experience if I'm going in to buy a car as a woman like and I, and I use my own money and I want to be treated like as such, like I want it to be like, you know, that I am the decision maker at the end of the day. I don't get to call my husband. Um, I'm really doing this for myself. And I think people kind of, you know, make these first impressions in their head and they come up with all these assessments that aren't really based on fact or true. So I think it's really kind of, um, getting through people's biases and, um, you know, know that these, you know, we're out there, we're a huge buying power and we're doing it ourselves. You know, we know what we want and um, it's really, it's, most women know exactly what they want when they go into a dealership and it's really just giving them what they want and finding out what that is and, and making sure that it's done in an effective way. Okay. Andy, I think this Jason couldn't call in. He has a meeting, but this is what he, Lewis just messaged me his uh, his post on Facebook. I think this is what he was referring to. Maybe your comment. Yeah, Andy. Yeah, he says uh, he says when when shopping, prices way on the top one, two, or three, but when they hit the dealership, it drops to six because they're now um, because they're worried about their car, their salesperson payments, trade in, uh, etc. Uh, but the price will drive the traffic, and I and I do agree with that. I mean, you have to have competitive pricing. You can't you can't just Put cars out at you know uh, if you're doing used cars three thousand dollars over retail and and new cars at MSRP and expect people to come shop you. I mean that's just uh, it's 2018. <laughs> people expect you to have your real prices I, online. So yeah, just a quick interjection on that note. Go ahead, Bill. You say you can't put cars out at MSRP, and I one million percent disagree. Hmm. I will tell you that over 90% of the new cars I deliver, I sell at sticker. It all comes down to the same thing, which goes back to the previous question about how to treat women. It all comes down to how how you treat your client. If you provide a service and a value that far exceeds the price of the purchase, it doesn't matter what the price of the purchase is. So, So this idea that we have to start at a discount 
just absolutely makes me live it. So, so Bill, it's just not true. Bill, let me interrupt you for a moment because um, you know I'm sure everyone out there is listening in the car in the car world, and they're thinking, okay, so Bill, tell us how we're doing ninety because we can create an amazing experience, but to sell ninety percent of the new cars at MSRP when you're fighting with the pricing online and the information the customer has available, how are we getting there? How are we doing that? Okay, great question. Uh, again, it, it all starts at the very beginning with how you first meet the customer and where you meet them psychologically. But how do you finally get to a close where you're selling something at, at what it should be priced? Well, the answer is what it should be priced. You have to be able to explain and teach your customer that you're not asking them to overpay. You have to be you have to be confident in the information you're giving. You have to you have to know more about it than they perceive that you already know. And you have to provide them more service and value than they expect. I use a phrase all the time, some of you probably see me use it online, over promise and then over deliver. If, uh, if I tell you that your car is going to be ready at 1 o'clock, I expect it to be ready at 1030 in the morning. I, I, you cannot ever tell somebody something and then not at least do that much. You've got to go a step further. And the same thing goes when you're asking them to give you money. Everybody has in their mind they should get a discount. Mm-hmm. But they don't walk into Best Buy and ask them to take 25% off a of TV. Right. So you have to you have to meet them at the same way that they think. So you're a retail establishment and you're you have to make a living and as a salesperson, your first job is to make a connection with the sale with, with the person you're selling. So and once you have that connection, you have every right to ask them for all the money. Well, you know, I and I got to I actually don't I have a comment about that though. Yeah, Rachel, I mean, let me let me let me come right I want you to say that okay. just for 2 seconds. I because sure. I want to say and I want I, I want you to come right in after I'm finished talking just just add it but Dave Dave and Andy that are here in in everyone listening I actually don't necessarily disagree. First thing I was going to say when Bill was done until he said what he said. When he at, when he said everything he said I changed, but I'll say what I was going to say anyway. I was going to say I think it might have to do a market a little bit as well. Meaning, if you're in Cincinnati, where mm-hmm. you're from, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we we just talked. There's like 40 Ford stores, like right there. It's like Ford Central. Yeah. You know, it's a little different maybe than if you're in a rural market. I think, mm-hmm. but I, I'm gonna change. I don't necessarily disagree with him mm-hmm. because I think that maybe we as car professionals and dealers think that people know more than they actually know and i don't mean that like as a deception thing i think that meaning like for instance like okay i have seven tvs in my house i to this moment if you put a gun in my head i don't know what tv should cost i'm just telling you i know a roundabout like maybe what i could buy a tv for but i don't know what a tv should cost you understand what i'm saying no sure like in other words i don't shop tvs all the time i don't spend my time i spend my time doing what i want to do not looking at tvs sure Right. Just like the customer that we're, we're in the car dealership every day, but we don't we know what a car costs, and we deal with customers every day. Like I know what advertising should cost, but the average dealer doesn't shop advertising every day. The average customer doesn't shop cars every day. So all I'm all, I think what Bill maybe has a point there is that you know there's the ability to to you know for a customer to reach out to you before they ever really know what something necessarily should cost, right. and then where's then then all the amenities might change. 
you know, in all the add-ons and what the, what comes with and doesn't come with the car, you know, and their credit and all these types of things have so much to do with it. And I just think, so Rachel, I'm gonna let you comment on that. But I just, I just actually agree. Yeah. After hearing Bill, I, I don't disagree with all with every part of that. I think we might we might uh, sensationalize that a little bit in the car business. Yeah. But go ahead, Rachel. Uh, Bill, let, let's hear from Rachel real Rachel quick, and we'll come and right back to you, Bill, and give you a chance. Thanks, for, guys. Okay, go ahead, go ahead Rachel. Oh, I just wanted to say, like, yes, I don't think you have to discount your price before, but I do think that people want to think that they're getting a deal, mm-hmm. and they do. And it, the car business is notorious for negotiation. So you have to either say, okay, if this is going to be my price, then you have to say, okay, but we're going to give you, you know, oil changes for a year, or like there has to be something that brings it more value, you know, than just discounting it. I mean, I would like to know when I'm buying a car that I'm getting like the best deal. um, And, you know, what's the difference between knocking $500 off of the sticker price when somebody walks in, then, you know, it's like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I'm getting a deal here. Um, Instead of just saying, oh, this is what it is, this, you know, you're feeding my family. Well, like, if that's their expectation going in. But I do think that people always want to, you know, it feels, it's like a win, right? So mm-hmm. even if it's a small win, I think that it makes people feel good. And at the end of the day, like, you know, our job is to make people feel good about what mm-hmm. they're purchasing. Yeah, you exactly. Know, I negotiate yeah. all day on my prices all the it's time. Good. And we get down to like $25 and it's like, okay, I'll just give it to you. And everybody feels good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah, you, you can real quick, Bill, <laughs> and then we're going to go to Chris. Go ahead. You, you use the word value, and that's what I'm trying to explain to you. You are the value. I've been at the same store in the same office for over 12 years. My customers know where to find me. They know my phone number is inside their car in the door jam. So they know if they need anything, they can call my cell phone. It doesn't matter what time of day or what day of the week. That's value. So the idea of a discount being value, a discount isn't value. A discount is saying you're not worth the money. Well, there we, is a, we have to retrain people's thinking. The, no, other, the rest no, of retail has done a bit. tremendous job at it. The car business did this to themselves. <laughs> but you as a sales professional have the opportunity to retrain your customers to See, understand now, what value means, and it doesn't mean a discount. Andy, now yeah. I do, I gotta, we got to go to Chris here. Andy, now I kind of I, – I agree with Bill. Okay, so I'm not disagreeing with anything he, he quote, said. But I actually now I changed my perception a little bit because the truth is that works for Bill. But what about everybody else that doesn't have repeat business that's out there taking ups that are walking in because they're in a market where, you know, 25 customers walk on their lot a day or whatever. That that's the discount does maybe matter, but it doesn't matter necessarily because they're knowledgeable. So so I, I kind of I, I think it works for him and anybody that can get to his status. But I was, what about- I was glad that Rachel mentioned win instead of deal where she started because I right. think, like you talked about, Dave, there's a lot of different dynamics in a, in a in from from A to Z in a car deal, and feeling like you've won is maybe more than getting a deal. But go ahead, Andrew. Right. Well, and what I was going to say is, is along with what David was saying, 
Um, I was in, I, I was at a, a Lincoln Mercury store and a salesperson for 18 years of my career and had a lot of repeat customers. I was the same, I was the same kind of thing as you, Bill. I, I, I did, uh, I mean, the people came in, they bought from me, they loved it. I brought value and, uh, and I made a good living at it and they were always happy and I was happy. Um, and, uh, but, you know, for, uh, you know, Joe new guy that starts out, you know, on the sales floor and doesn't have any, any prospects there, the dealership has to get people in the door. And in our market anyway, one of the ways to get them in the door is to have a good price because people are going to look at it and say, you know, Hey, I know there's a discount on these cars. I know that I can get one. So why aren't you saying it on the internet when this store down the street is given, they got the same car at a lower price. Why would I shop you? Um, where if it's Bill Stout that they know, they'll go there first and say, hey, can you match this price or what can you do to help me here? But if they don't know anybody at that store, they're just not going to visit there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So let's go to Chris Terracino. Chris, uh, you've been listening to a lot of dialogue since you last spoke, so I'm going give, to give you a chance to weigh in real quick. Well, I, I'm going to say what Bill's talking about is something very similar to what, you know, years ago I worked with Saturn Corporation for years, and uh, I managed a Saturn store for years, and, and CarMax does it. They're great at building value, and they, they really, both of them did a great job at building value in five key areas. They, they understood you had to build value in the car, you had to build value in the dealership, you had to build value in the service department, you had to build value in yourself as a sales consultant and, and the company you're with, and you had to build value in the OEM or manufacturer. And uh, there's there are dealerships that are doing that or, or have done it. CarMax is you know the most successful uh, used car uh, company out there by far right now, and they're one price, but they're market price. I mean, uh, you know, but they have the cars priced at the market value. Um, and I wasn't sure if Bill was saying that he sells everything at sticker or that he has a vehicle and he has the price and that's the price you know that he has and it's already at market value. Yeah, that's a good question. Bill? On a used car, market value on a new car, uh, the MSRP minus the rebate. Okay. 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 Thanks. Thank you, Bill. For hey, I, want to, I want to bring AJ in because you know he's obviously a sales as well. He may have a, a different perspective. But uh, to answer something, Tiffany, who's going to be, I think she's on her way here. She's going to be in our boot camp tomorrow. So can't wait to meet you, Tiffany. She said, "Why can't you have repeat customers in major markets?" I think you can. And I wasn't, I, you know, I think you can repeat. You have to have repeat customers everywhere you are. I think I was just making a st- statement of of maybe, um, you know, that. Pr- Price matters yeah. Oh, yeah. to some somebody, but if they know if 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 it comes down to that, you know, it doesn't. In other words, hey man, you know, if I have a relationship with you as a dealer, and I and you and you know, and you and I'm high grossing you, <laughs> but you love me, you know, and I send you a Thanksgiving turkey every year, you know, like hey, you know, I love this guy Dave, but I mean, I want to save some money, my friend, you know, that that doesn't matter as well if you know I can save you some money. I, I was just referring to the fact that that a, that a larger market might run into both. They may run into, you know, an- another scenario as well. But AJ, bringing you into the mix of this, I mean, you've heard all of this conversation. Where do you, where do you kind of rest on this, on this topic? Again, humble to be here. Appreciate everyone's opinion, and I just want to weigh in and say yes, I, I agree actually with with the value uh, point of view because we as salesmen, <clears throat> we're just as valuable as the customer. We all have greatness in us. Uh, you know, the, the money it has value. Sometimes we, we don't even know the, the value in our own money. So if, if we can understand all these things and how they can all coexist and, and how everyone can be happy together, because just like I believe Bill said, 
uh, just like Best Buy, people don't go to Best Buy and, and, and ask to get a reduced price because, and let me ask you this, what is the difference in markup between eating, yeah. eating a soft drink when you go out to eat? I mean, come on. So I explain to people the value in things. So if you can get a conversation on value in things, then you can, we can really understand that car salesmen don't make a lot of money. There's not a lot of markup in that is what I'm saying. Not, not that they don't make a lot of money. Uh, a year is what I'm saying. They don't make a lot of money on each individual car deal because of the markup per se is not as high as a lot of these other uh, uh, products out in different industries. So I just find it really interesting how the car industry uh, takes a negative uh, balance to it, but it's because of, you know, past traditions maybe, but uh, I'm just here eager to learn and, uh, you know, and, and I think everyone has value, you know, and, and, and everyone deserves to get treated with value, you know, and they can agree on a certain price. I mean, like you said, with CarMax and I mean, I see a lot of good stuff going on and, uh, you know, uh, value is everywhere. We just have to appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, AJ. So let's go back to Andy here in studio and, uh, you know, Andy, we've heard a lot about the experience and, 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 uh, you know, I heard a sales trainer just, uh, actually last night. Uh, I was watching a broadcast, and he was talking about the fact that in the car business, you know, we define the great experience as like having the car clean and having it ready on time, and this and that, and and those are actually just normal expectations from the customer. They're not necessarily the experience, right? It should be right, exactly. <laughs> so defining the experience, I'm not even sure if most salespeople can correctly define what they offer as a great experience, but um, I think it really comes down to, uh, you know, how you navigate yourself and your customer to a sale from the moment that you meet them. And we heard a little bit of, of that early on from you and Rachel about taking your time to find out the needs of the customer. But as a sales manager with Ford, how do you present to your team? How do you get that message across to your team about how they, what they need to do to create a great experience? Well, it's, that's a great question, honestly. And, and that's, that's probably been the, the most difficult thing. Uh, when you have a high volume store and you have a lot of traffic coming in, um, you know, trying to get somebody to understand why they need to take that extra effort, make that extra effort to to go the extra mile to make it an extraordinary experience for a client. Um, say if you know, uh, one of my big things is is putting notes in the deal of like what kind of drink they like. If they like Mountain Dew or they like Diet Coke, put that stuff in there. If their kid plays baseball, put that stuff in there so that when they come to pick up their car, maybe you have a Diet Coke in the in the cup holder. Yeah. Just little stupid things that matter to all of us that we just want to be, as um, as Rachel was saying, nobody wants to be treated like a transaction. Mm -hmm. Nobody does, um, whether you're male or female. And that makes you feel like it was a personable experience because they're spending a lot of money and it isn't always about, it isn't about the money, it really isn't. It's about how they feel comfortable with the deal and the people that they're working with. So getting salespeople to understand that is a very difficult task. Once they do understand it, you see their sales flourish and you see them happier yeah. because they're making a difference in somebody's life. Yeah, and they it's feel not good just about a car it. sale. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So okay, we're gonna we're gonna wrap the panel up and we're gonna interview with Chris here and we're gonna give away these books. But uh, AJ, Rachel, and Bill if you guys would just let our listeners know, obviously a lot of them are connected with you already, but if they're not, what's the best way to connect with you? We'll start with A.J. Anderson. A.J., um, tell our listeners, if they're not connected with you already, how they can get connected with you. 
Okay, again, I just want to say thank you for having me on. Uh, you can get me at hashtag your salesman, AJ Anderson, on Facebook. Uh, simply AJ Anderson, S E N, with Anderson at the end. So I see I stand out. Uh, YouTube, hashtag your salesman, AJ Anderson. Got a YouTube channel, uh, Instagram. Uh, your salesman, AJ Anderson. So you so easy to find. We misspelled your name, man. Your salesman, AJ.com. And uh, is this the closing statement? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. Come on, give us, give us your, give us your, give us your best shot. By the way, did we misspell your name? Is it S E N? It's all right. I got love right. for you, still. It's all right, it's, Lou. Lou, you know. Yes, it's S E N. Lou, we love you. Lou, Lou, Lou said, Lou said, Lou, Lou, go ahead, Lou, what, Lou? Just so you know, when I went online, oh, right. I saw S-O-N, so if it's well, just spelled, saw, I because most other Andersons in the world are probably S-O-N, but, yeah. come on, Lou, you want to do this? You know Lou, you want to, Lou, you want to do, Lou, you really want to do that. That was Lou Torres, by the way, T-O-R-E-Z. Yeah. That's what an S. That's Lou. Lewis. Hey, my Siri, you want to hear something funny, guys? Listen to this. Watch this. Call, don't do that. Don't do that. Call Lewis Torres. You, don't do that. Hold on, Luke. Hold on to it. <laughs> call Lewis Torres. Calling Luis Torres. <laughs> you hear that? Luis. Siri Luis. calls him Luis in my phone. I don't know why. Lou, or, or AJ, give us your closing remark. Very exotic. Okay. So, again, I just want to say thank you very much. Uh, I mean, especially after last week's show with powerful people like Glenn Lundy, Sean Hayes, uh, Scott Simons, uh, Lisa Copeland. Uh, I mean, Wow, powerful people, and I'm involved in Sales Hustles Heavy. I'm an inner circle member, and Sean Hayes is one of my mentors, and Dave Benson, and uh, I just want to give a shout-out to them and give a shout-out to Glenn Lundy. I rise and grind every morning. He's changed my life, and I want to give a shout-out to you, David, because, uh, man, you're inspiring. I, I love what you're doing. Uh, the show is awesome, and I love what you're doing outside of the show as well, and I can't wait for the Hustle and Grind Con October 8th and 9th. And actually, you will be speaking at it, so I would just—I can't wait for it. So, uh, I, look, in, brother. I look forward to meeting you there, man. And uh, and uh, I appreciate everything you do as well, man. Keep keep inspiring yourself, and and you're you are more of an inspiration than you probably know, my friend. All right, Rachel Blatt with two T's, Co Empire. I love it. She is going to leave no room for mediocrity whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, just absolutely going to come at it with everything she's got. Rachel, give us your closing remarks and tell our audience how they can uh, connect with you. Hey, Rachel? Are you on? Rachel, with that one L, you there? All right. We might have lost Rachel. So we'll go to Bill Stout. Bill, thank you for joining us. Uh, same thing to you, sir. Oh, sorry oh, about that, guys. Oh, there she is. There she is. Go ahead, Rachel. Um, listen, I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me on my show. I had a dream um, about three years ago that I would ha be on a show like this, so it's a dream come true for me. Um, I ship cars for auto dealers and wholesale buyers, and if you have people that you are selling vehicles to out of state, I would love to take care of your customers for you. Um, <clears throat> I'm here to give a great service, to extend your service to your customer, and uh, I will educate them along the way. So I'm happy to provide you with any auto shipping quotes that you may need. You can find us on Facebook at Royalty Ships, S-H-I-P-S, uh, as well as on Instagram. And um, you can call me anytime. I prefer text messages, obviously. Um, uh, 248-417-9887 and you can email me at rachel at royaltyships.com so 
I look forward to you know continuing to network with your people and hopefully make some friends and do some business, make a lot of money together. Well, hey, thank, thank you, you, Rachel. And you know, one thing I will I will encourage you to do some more videos. You, you, I saw your video where you said you don't really do a lot, and, and it's you're not, you know, you're, you're not. But do some more. You're, you're very, you're very natural on video, and um, I think you should do more. So, just that's a little bit of encouragement. Well, there. thank you for the encouragement. It is the one. It is my biggest fear is to kind of put myself in, just, you know, where you can't really, I, you know, judge how people are going to react to you. So. Um, but I, I, I will uh, challenge accepted, and uh, I'll be making some videos. Thank you so much for your support. Appreciate yep. you. Our pleasure. Thank you. We'll go to Bill Stout. Well, I'm pretty hard to find. BillStoutSoStars.com. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can also uh, type in hashtag BillStoutSellsCars and find me all over the Internet. I'm on pretty much every social media there is. Uh, there's a uh, business page as well as a personal page on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else known to man. Um, and at the end of the day, I know sometimes I come across a little like I'm on the bill pulpit, but I want everybody to be successful. And it makes me crazy when I hear people trying to work against themselves and against their own future. And yeah, I, I give you this one little tidbit and then I got to leave because I got a client coming in about five minutes. The way I sell more cars every year than anything else, and it sounds crazy when I say this, is birthday cards and Christmas cards. Yeah, spend a little bit of money and send out birthday cards and you'll be blown away what the result is. Absolutely. Anyway, yep. You can find me online. I'm real hard to find. And I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Thank you so Thank much, you, Bill. Bill. Thank you. Okay. So you guys ready? Uh, let's 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 talk to let's give away let's give away some stuff here. As we have Chris. Thank you guys very much. And we're going to keep Chris Saracino on and uh, talk to Chris a little bit about um, and just uh, hear from him and. Andy's Andy obviously is with us as well. So Chris Saracino, man, thank you for first of all hanging out with us all show. I know you're incredibly busy, and I know that was that was uh, that was a la- last minute surprise to us that you were going to be able to hang with us. You weren't re- you weren't scheduled to come on until the end of the show. So, um, man, I mean, first of all, I'm an incredible car guy. Um, multiple points, been in the business for a long time, and also um, um, founder of. An incredible uh, marketing platform for automotive professionals, dealer elite. Um, just a guy that ever since I've known you, I mean, I've known you for years, and ever since I've known you, you've just been someone who, who has always been a promoter of others. You know, you've been a person who who has been successful, but also reached out from side to side and and propped others up. And uh, and man, this this book, Theory of Five. You know, I always ask this, and we're going to give away four copies, and we're going to announce uh, the winners here in a minute. Um, I always ask this, Chris, but, I mean, tell the listeners, you know, about the Theory of Five. Tell the listeners, if you had had one answer, you know, to describe this book and and the reason you wrote it, you know, and and why you're passionate about it. Give Give us that answer, if you would. Well, I'll give you an overview of the book. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. And then, like I said, I, I have the exact feelings of what you said. I, uh, the, you said about me, I could say about you. Uh, and I think that iron sharpens iron. And uh, being around other people uh, that are pumped up and motivated and want to excel in life, uh, it gives you that same inspiration. 
And that's really what the book is about. The book is, is really about focusing on the importance of surrounding yourself with happy and prosperous people and aligning that are aligned with your values, uh, which are about excelling in life. And I want everybody that listening right now to think about this. For us uh, that have children, we are always concerned as parents who our children hang out with. And we're concerned about, because uh, yeah, we realize we have some influence on them, but we realize that the outside influence could either help or hinder them. So we are always trying to direct, we're always trying to focus them to make sure that we're the right people. Well, that doesn't change being that you're 30 years old, 50 years old, or, or 80 years old. You start surrounding yourself with the wrong people, then you start thinking different. And I heard someone use the term stinking thinking. We start having that thinking. And, and the theory is really about the that we, we become the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And some of us are very fortunate, and the people we spend time with are, are pumped up and excited, and it's, in it, and it's easier for us to excel in life. Some of us, unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, being that it's somebody at work, being that it's a spouse, being it's a parent or a brother or sister or friend you had since high school, you may have people that are dragging you down, and I call them anti-mentors. So the main reason I, I wrote the book is over my last two or three years, I, I've had some things happen in my life that uh, made me really look at life differently. Uh, my wife has had two bouts of cancer. I, two of my best friends passed. Uh, I had my, um, my nephew, my godson, who was like a son to me, he passed. And then I had a son that passed. And, uh, and my, my father has Alzheimer's. So this all happened at one time, and it made me really look at life differently and realize that for years I've been talking about the theory of five. Mm -hmm. And what I've observed in my 56 years of life is that I felt like I've been very fortunate that I have surrounded myself with good people and I, I find the happiest people out there. I find them that they have, they're not only is the five people they spend time with, but there's five key areas of life that they focus on. And these are people that, these five areas, they look for people that are, that excel in spirituality, you know, people that excel in relationships or marriage. Uh, you know, and we look at spirituality as a foundation. Marriage, we all know that if you have a an unhappy marriage or relationship, uh, you know, that also affects you in work and every other area of life. The the third area is parenting. You know, you could have a, a, a great life in many areas, but if your children are suffering as a parent, you have a broken heart. Uh, next is if you don't have, if you're not excelling in business and finance and you don't know how to manage your money, it's tough to take care of your family. Yeah. Uh, also, and then last but not least, if you, know, if, if you have spirituality, you have a great marriage and great children and you have money, but you, have, you don't have your health, which is number five, well, all that's really worthless if you're not healthy and you're in pain all the time. So what I really did is I have the people that I spoke to in, in my life that excelled in these areas, the book is all about that. Uh, yeah, I love it's a long explanation of what the book's about, and I have, uh, you know, study, before right? we I mean, end, I'll give you the, you know, the 11 people that I interviewed in the book that okay. know, some of them are very well known in the auto industry. Yeah, please do. Well, the, the 11 people that, and, and you're going to be familiar with many of them, that also interviewed in the book that I felt like had some impact in my life is, I'm sure you're familiar with Dave Anderson uh, from Learn to Lead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, so he was a contributor in the book. Uh, Dale Pollock, you know, with V Auto, uh, he was a contributor in the book. A good friend of mine who was a big part of the Saturn culture and involved in culture and management uh, and worked with multi-million dollar, billion dollar companies, a woman named Evelyn Longsworth. Jerry Pyle, who was the president of Gulf States Toyota. I'm sure most people have heard of Gulf States Toyota. Yep. Uh, 
David Boyce uh, and Sean Wolfington, who have many companies. They have Tier 10. They have uh, many other companies. They were involved in the book. Uh, Chip Perry, uh, you know, from f- f- formerly of Auto Trader, now True Car, yep. part of the book. Uh, Susan Gibbons from Auto Success. A gentleman by name Lee Kemp, who was a dealer, a uh, Ford dealer, two-time Ford dealer. Uh, he also was the founder of a company called Hire the Winners. But more importantly, how him and I are close is that he was a, a, a three-time world champion, a three-time national champion. He's an Olympian. He was the Olympic coach, uh, and he's ranked as one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, so he's in there also. Uh, Grant Cardone is uh, was contributed to the book. Jim O'Connor, who was a president of Ford in the 80s, uh, uh, was a, so they were all part of sharing their nice. philosophies of in those five areas of life. Uh, and you know, really, my main goal to, to this whole book is that is that to get it to people to look at it and say, you know, I truly believe and I'm confident that if anyone read this book, they would want to give it to their child. Uh, that's graduating high school or college. I believe that if you have a friend or relative that, that has had issues in, in uh, you know, being that it was some type of addiction, because when there's addictions out there, and yeah. pretty much everybody you know has somebody that's a relative or a friend that there's, they're affected by some type of addiction, being that it's a drug addiction, being it's an alcoholic addiction, but it, it's all about changing the people and the places uh, when you have those addictions, otherwise you stick in, into those addictions. So uh, my goal is to get it to those folks and also get it to people in life that, that may not have mentors uh, like like you, Dave, or, or, or me, or have parents that are very focused on them. So I, I know and I'm confident that, that when you read the book and you look at the five areas, you're going to look at this and say it's logical, it makes sense. Uh, and I truly wrote this book from my heart and involved people that I thought excelled in certain areas, uh, you know, that could share their story of, of being happy and prosperous and the importance of making sure that people will treat you the way you allow them to treat. And if, if you have people that are in your circle that are bringing you down, that's going to continue if you allow that yeah. uh, and you allow that, those behaviors. So it's, it's no different than why I keep reaching out to you, Dave. It's because I, I saw something in you many years ago uh, that was special, and and I you know, I believe this. You, you just have to believe that you know people that want to excel want to hang out with other people that want to excel because that is you, you keep mm-hmm. pushing each other and it makes you better. Amen, brother. Absolutely. Well, we're gonna get. Let's give for. I, I, I again. I just, I just got the book, and uh, so I was gonna make it a, a weekend. We have our boot camp tomorrow, so I've been preparing heavily for that. And I like to chill out when I read a book, so I'm gonna read it this weekend, and I can't wait to delve into it. And uh, if we weren't giving all these away, I know Cribs is gonna buy one, but Cribs would actually probably be sneaking one in his jacket. <laughs> yes, I would. Um, and so probably would Andy. Um, but Cribs, why don't we let our guest Andy? Why don't you? You want to draw some winners out? We're we'll drawing. Sure. Let's yeah. give away these books right now because I'm sure that our listeners, uh, some comments while Andy's pulling that. I saw Tiffany uh, Simonson said some heavy hitters in that book. Wow. Um, and uh, Michelle McLean, uh, Polly McLean said your network, uh, your net uh, work equals your, your net work worth. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Surround yourself with people who want to see you succeed. And in uh, Birds of a Feather by Jason Grace. I mean, you have some great comments that are coming on. By the way. Chris, what's your website for? I know that it's available on Amazon, and, and uh, but it's also available on your website. What's your preference for those watching to to buy your book? Your website or Amazon? 
if if they go to Amazon, they have a choice of getting the book or an ebook. Uh, and if they go to the website theoryof5.com, they would buy the book. Uh, and, and I would sign it if they buy it from the Theory of Five book. Where I, that's why I usually write a personal note to everybody. Uh, if you buy more than you know than one book at a time, there's a, a discount for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you buy it directly through the uh, site Theory of Five, and if you send a little note when you go to Theory of Five of, of uh, if you're sending it as a gift to somebody, you know, then I take the time and write a little note. So if you uh, if you want, I, I truly do believe, as I said, I'm confident that. Everybody reading this book, and I believe that every parent, if you read the book, you're going to want your children to absolutely read it when they come to a certain age of life and say, this is a book I want my children to read. And let me say this as an author now. I mean, I've written four four books here. We have an in-house content writer and team that helps us, interviews me every week on different subjects. And I've written four books now, and I'm going to tell you. That you don't make any, and I'm saying this as a as for on Chris's behalf. You don't make any money on books, right? <laughs> you, I'm just gonna tell you right now. No, I, I had no. some. I had a company. No, I didn't. I did not do this to make money. You make right. money going out and speaking. And right. you know what? I love what I'm doing with the Kelly Automotive Group. This is my job. Right. This was really just. This to me was something I did more for something that my children and grandchildren and great grandchildren would look back and say, "This is the way Dad and Pop thought about life." Yeah. And I believe that there's a lot of people that that they will want to have it. And I, I'm going to promise the listeners: if you get the book and, and read it, you're going to want to give it to your to your children or teenagers or friends of yeah. children. You're going to want to give it to them, and, and you're going to want them to read it. Absolutely. And so and so. Get this because you you don't make you don't make money on on books. You get content in people's hands, and you want to help people. So if I, I, if I were you, and I and I were buying this book right now, I, I would say because I like to have the author, um, especially if it's somebody that I've listened to or or know a little bit about, like Chris and I'm friends with. I want an autograph, and so I go to the Theory of Five website dot com and buy this book, and then get Chris to sign it for you. It's it's if I'm not mistaken, Chris, it's twenty bucks, right? I mean, it's uh, nineteen ninety five, and I think if you buy three books, it's fifteen ninety five uh, on yeah. Theory of Five site. It's nineteen ninety five on both Amazon and Theory of Five for one book. But if you get three books, it's there's a discount then. Awesome, awesome. Sandy Marie Zanzino, I know she is uh, uh, used to be with Ghetto Automotive Group. She just messaged. I'm halfway through Theory of Five, and it's amazing. So uh, Rick uh, Rick Berman, that's true. I wrote a book, and and Rick Rick's uh, commenting on it as well. Um, so get it. Make sure you get it. Let's announce our winners and let's give four of these books away. What do you got? And we're going to give a hundred bucks away as well. And um, we just appreciate you guys. So uh, even if uh, so, let's let's go ahead and announce those winners. Let's let's start with uh, how about book number one. Book number one. I was a little premature in pulling that out there, uh, but we've got Tony Washington. Tito. Tony. Tito. Doesn't he go by the keys too? Right? Is that the keys? Tony with the keys. Tony with the keys. <laughs> Tony Washington. You have won uh, one of the Theory of Five books. By Chris Saracino. All right, let's go to book number, winner number two. Book number two is going to be Joe Calla. Joe Calla. What's up, Joe, man? Joe. Joe Joe. Here we go. Come on, Joe. Theory of five. I think Joe falls into that category, Chris. He's some. He's somebody that applies that. Oh, piece. absolutely. He, he's he's absolutely a. He's living that life already. Uh, Joe's a one uh, and uh, a superstar. Absolutely. Who's the, who's awesome. the third winner? We've got a uh, Chris Fuqual. Chris Fuqual. F O O C K L E. Um, I I don't know who Chris is, but Chris, congratulations. Congratulations, you, Chris. He was on the show two three weeks ago. Chris is okay. Cool what, what does he What does he do? He is. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> all right so chris chris man you are a winner of one of the books 
Alrighty, and uh, the last book goes to Eddie Stefan. Eddie Stefan. Eddie is a uh, Eddie has been on the show before, but he's also a uh, sales consultant at BMW of um, is it Midtown? Midtown and uh, Fuqua is oh, he- Joe Matchins Toyota. All right, so we have Chris Fuqua at Joe Matchins Toyota, and then we have Eddie Stefan. I think it's Midtown with uh, Charles Cannon. He works over there with Charles Cannon. Not yeah. Midtown. That's yep. Charles Cannon. He doesn't work with Charles Cannon. Anyway, he's with the BMW store. Yeah, I do know Eddie Stefan. Yeah. So awesome, Chris. And let's give away the hundred bucks. Um, we're going to give away a hundred dollars right now to a lucky listener. Orlando well, Park from us. BMW of Orlando Park. Oh, thank you. BMW of Orlando Park. Park. I think it's Orland Park. And the hundred dollars goes yeah. to Ali Joe Buck. Ali. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my thirteen-year-old daughter. I'm sure she shared it. That's cool. Um, <laughs> uh, no, actually, in all joking, it's uh, Evan Velasquez. Ivan. Ivan, Ivan Velasquez. Ivan Come Velasquez. on, man. Sorry Ivan, about that. Ivan. Ivan Velasquez. I know Ivan is a good is a good social media friend of mine. And if I'm not mistaken, Ivan is in Mexico. Yes, that's 100. percent He is. What dealerships he at? He's at a dealership, but he listens faithfully. He moved from the states to Mexico recently, I think. And that's going to be really a blessing to him too. So 100 bucks goes to Ivan Velasquez. Man, come on, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Nice. Going to send a check across the border. No wall. It's going to jump right over the. <laughs> the, the check's going to leap over. Yeah, shipping. Yeah, shipping is two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's yeah. going to cost me a hundred bucks to send you the. He's actually working with Melissa Sigma now. <laughs> he's here. In no, no, he's in Mexico. Oh, cool. All right. Well, Chris, man, thank you so much. You, uh, an amazing leader, an amazing uh, uh, person. Get this book, guys. Theoryoffive.com. Um, you can also get it from Amazon. Um, wherever books are sold. It's an amazing, amazing uh, man here. And uh, make sure you get your copy. We'll get the winner's copies out immediately. Chris, man, thank you so much for being with us. And uh, thank you for all you do for the automotive uh, community. Well, my pleasure and my honor to be on. And, uh, you know, again, thank you for everything you do. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate your iron sharpening my iron. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, thank you very much. Yep. Very good. Thank you. All right. Chris. All right. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Have thank a great you. day. Yes, sir. You too. Woo! What do you think, man? Hey, a great show, Andy. Thank you, man, so yeah, much for you, coming Appreciate in studio, it. man. It's it's so cool when we have a guest here, and especially someone like you, and running a Ford store over there. I mean, it's it's just awesome. It's been a lot of fun. So yeah, it's a nice you, break man. from vacation. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, Andy's on vacation. Yeah, you so thought you were on vacation. Uh, well, I'm yeah. a little sunburned, so we I need, need to, to come in and work anyway. So cool, cool man. Well. <laughs> All right, but. guys. Well, thank you so much for for hanging out with us. Don't forget, uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, well, we have a, our special guest, Taria Childs, is going to be okay. <laughs> she said no, no. All right. She doesn't want to do it. All right. Hey, have a good day, guys. All right. Thanks.